Let's get to our guest, Peter McGuire, CEO at XM Australia. Peter, great to have you with us here. It's difficult to imagine the U.S. not slipping into recession. Uh, My question is, one, do you think that that will happen? And two, if the U.S. does go into inflation, how much does the rest of the world suffer? Well, good morning, Brian. Happy New Year from Asia slash Australia. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Um, Sunny Sydney, I'll tell you what, I... One would hope that you don't go into recession, but one looks, I think, through the lens of reality and it's looking rather shaky across, you know, mainland US. I think one saviour has certainly been the capitulation of US dollar and that may be a very um, important part of this whole equation over the next matter of months. So if we can keep equity growth or at least not have a a large sell-off, then that, I think, adds um, some horsepower to the overall sentiment out there. What keeps the dollar muted, Peter? You know, I think there's just a lot of fear. The US, uh, that was over, I, I think in some ways, one. it was certainly overboard at 114, that US dollar index now under 102. And you've had a strong move to the upside for all of those currencies. Have a look at the euro, 108.60. You've got the yen now under 130. And the pound has really been a very strong move since September. So all but, of that needs to be considered. Yeah. If, if we see China reopening big time as we do, uh, shouldn't yeah. I get long commodity currencies? And how do you sort of see the Canadian dollar and the Aussie dollar moving here in the shorter term? I think they've got to have a nice move to the upside. And I agree with you from a commodity play. And certainly we've seen that in the last couple of weeks with strong base metal pricing, iron ore, and considering where we've also seen energy prices and have a look at the price of gold and silver. So it's been a strong uh, three weeks since the start of the year for that whole sector. And that would, you would think, bode very well for the likes of the Aussie and the Canadian dollar. So, you know, many traders have been long and it's been a nice trade to enjoy since really Christmas. What what other kinds of trades? If you do think the U.S. is going into recession, Peter, where else are you looking? Well, I'm I'm conscious as far as gold, and it's had such a massive move. We're now at 1947 or 1948, and it just seems to be very solidly bid up. And, you know, maybe it's getting a little toppy, but I think there's probably still some momentum there with that U.S. dollar situation and, you know, a lot of uneasiness out there. So... People, I'm not going to touch equities at the moment in the sense of trying to go short. I just want to see where they are over the next matter of, you know, to at least till February 1st with decision time. And then looking at, uh, you know, China's back on play within the next two weeks or in two weeks time, where that general momentum is for all of February. So, yeah, there's a lot to consider over the next six weeks. And uh, I think it's going to be quite an exciting time for trade. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about strategies uh, for playing the China reopening. Uh, So far, we've seen a a massive bounce in in the Internet stocks and the e-commerce stocks, uh, uh, quite significant because they're they're big, they're pretty liquid, uh, easy to to move into. Uh, Does that continue or do you look for other ways to, to sort of get the next wave? Well, it's just been an almighty trade over the last you know, couple of months. And even if you look at the CSI 300, where it was in that October slash early November period, it was very, very heavily sold off and it's had a huge move to the upside. So 
I, I, I take on board from a technology play. I just want to consider where China, we've, we've, we've had a lot of green shoots. It was certainly uh, oversold and we've had that big move up. So I just want to see a, possibly some consolidation at the moment, Brian, leading into February and, and hold these sort of levels. And then maybe we have another leg up come March. But I don't want to see, you know, a sell off globally uh, and impacting, you know, the China market as it's starting to open. Well, on that, you mentioned Tesla as a company that you're interested in, that you've been looking at pretty closely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get earnings this week from some of the mega tech companies in the United States this week and next week. What are you looking at in terms of uh, tech firms and whether they're overpriced or overvalued? Well, they seem to be pretty much, you know, if I look at Tesla and you've only got to look at the chart where we saw yeah. that, that uh, you know, market capitalization, $1.2 trillion, and now you're well, about sixth of it. So you had a massive move to the downside, lost more than, well, it's about 60-odd percent to the south. There, it gets a point in time also that companies probably overshoot to the downside as they do overshoot to the upside. So I just want to see where the, the dust settles over the next two or three weeks and then get a real picture as far as NASDAQ, what's happening with S&P and, of course, the Dow. But we're we're just sitting here observing, watching, and really appreciating. Is it a time to uh, look at different strategies involved from a retail perspective on these markets and you know the broader index as a whole, or is it time to be you know stock specific? It's just a you know the product that we offer is an opportunity for traders twenty four hours a day to be involved in these markets, and I think that there's just so much excitement at the moment because of movement and volatility. Well, it's exciting too because you've got a nice floor that you can you know you can have with the bond yeah. market offering you yields of four to five percent, and even better if you move into um, uh, some areas of credit. Uh, and yeah. it does feel like there may be some disappointment coming from the Fed as it perhaps stays tough, even though inflation is coming down. So this year could be a, a year where you'll have to be patient on the equity side. But, I mean, you think things will be better nine months from now than, than they are uh, in three months, don't you, Peter? Well, I do. And I think that we're going to go through a fairly interesting first two quarters leading up to you know July 1. I think there's still a, a, a lot of a lot of I, I, I would say process has to be worked through the market as far as earnings, as far as where this US dollar settles, what happens as far as the commodity play. All of those big themes need to work through the market to start of July and then get a, a sense US summer, U, uh, European summer and where are we with inflation and then quite possibly I think we'd be at the end of the rate cycle and uh, to the upside, that is. And we may be at a better point in time to have a, you know, a nice trajectory into that third and fourth quarter. Mm. So are you advising sitting on the sidelines, watching a little bit uh, for a few months? Do you anticipate that this volatility will continue? I, first off, I, yes, we do consider the volatility continue. But no, not necessarily sitting on the sides because of the moves that we've seen have been nothing short of extraordinary. And those big moves have been... You know, if you're looking at the price of gold and certainly silver up the best part of 30 odd percent, the base metals have been strongly bid up with copper and and Brent and WTI have had really strong moves as well. So, you know, that's besides even going into currencies and then, you know, you're looking at uh, at equity. So it's a time to be 
two hands on the wheel, never go broke taking a profit, and don't be too brave, but certainly look for okay. opportunity because there's plenty out there. At the moment, if I wanted to buy gold, should I buy gold or should I buy the miners? Short, quickly. Yes, I, I would say probably miners, and I, and a lot of people are buying physical. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Happy New Year to you as well. Xinian Kwaila, or Gongxi Fa Tsai, Hongbao Nalai. That means uh, Happy New Year. Please give me a red packet. Um, thank you very much, Peter. Peter McGuire, XM Australia. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. This is Bloomberg.